0: Thank you for listening to the Grace Chapel Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our senior pastor, Kurt Henman. For more information about our church, visit our website at gracechapel.cc or follow us on social media at Grace Chapel Ohio. Listen, turn in your Bibles, if you would, this morning to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. If you don't have a Bible this morning, the verses will be provided for you. On the screen. If you want to grab a paper and pen to take some notes, that would be great. Our text this morning is Luke 24, verses 1 through 8. And we're going to be talking about four keys to victory over darkness. Luke chapter 24, verse 1. I'm always the last one there, so hopefully you're there already. Verse 1, it begins. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb. Now, the back story here a little bit is the day that Jesus was crucified, two men went to Pontius Pilate, who was the governor of that area at that time, and they asked for Jesus' body. And those two men were Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, who was a ruler of the Jews, and And so Pontius Pilate said yes, and so they took the body of Jesus, and they took him to a tomb. It was in a garden. It was close to where he was crucified. And they placed a large stone in front of that tomb. Now listen, behind that tomb, within that grave, lay all the hopes and dreams of Jesus' disciples. And so at that moment, listen, it was dark days. Everything had changed. Everything was hopeless. Everything was lost. All that they felt they had done felt all for naught. I mean, it's amazing. In one moment, it all shifted. At one moment, they were full of joy. They were full of life. They were hanging with Jesus and things were great it was awesome hanging with Jesus he healed everyone who came to him listen the wind and the waves obeyed Jesus he he didn't fear man he didn't fear demons it was awesome hanging with Jesus and in a moment it all changed it all Disappeared, their world was turned upside down, and they found themselves in very dark days. Well, listen, we're in a, a similar moment ourselves. We find ourselves in some, some dark days. I mean, we kind of were were looking at, at a time of prosperity. Things were looking a little better uh, with our nation, with our economy. There was a little hope of, of things going in better ways on the horizon, and then all of a sudden, from an invisible enemy, everything changed. Our worlds were literally flipped upside down. I don't know if, uh, you know, you've been watching Netflix or Amazon or Hulu, whatever, you know, thing you choose to watch shows on, but I don't know if you watch those shows that you kind of have this conversation with yourself or with your spouse in the room, where you go, you know, do you remember when? (laughs) Do you remember that world where people, they actually hung out together, they went to work and they're like right next to each other, They, they went to restaurants, they went to concerts, people hugged each other, they shook each other's hand, and it is just bizarre, the world that we find ourselves catapulted into. Well, verse 1, again, says this, But on the first day of the week at early dawn, that is, listen, it's always darkest before the dawn. That is, I want to remind us, listen, this too shall pass. Dawn is coming. Verse 1 continues. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they, that is Mary Magdalene and Joanna and a few other faithful women who followed Jesus, who loved Jesus, went to the tomb taking spices that they had prepared. Now, this group of women, they were going to the gravesite of Jesus because, listen, they wanted to pay their respects and they wanted to finish preparing Jesus' body for burial because they had to do a rush job before because of the Sabbath. Now, the gospel of Mark in his account, he tells us, he adds this little tidbit into this story that at this time, this group of women were having a conversation and they had a big concern. And their big concern was this, how are we going to move that stone? I mean, how are we going to get into the tomb to actually prepare Jesus' body for burial. Well, it's interesting, and I think it's significant to note, that they went anyway. That is, listen, love compelled them to move forward anyway, even though they didn't know how they were going to solve that huge, huge problem. They moved forward. They went anyway. And so listen, that is what we need to do today as well. We need to love one another and move forward, even though we don't know exactly how we're going to solve the problems that we have to face as we move into our future. And so listen, that's the first key to overcoming or having victory over the darkness. We need to love one another and move forward. We need to love one another and move forward. Well, it's interesting as these ladies were perplexed by this issue, they were asking this question and having this concern, having this conversation. The gospel of Matthew, Matthew in his account, lets us know while they're having that conversation, something happened. So turn with me, keep your finger here, but turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28. So if you turn back in your Bibles, you should see the Gospel of Mark and then Matthew. But Matthew 28 tells us what happened. Matthew 28, verse 2 through verse 4. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it his appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow and and for fear of him the the guards trembled and they they became like dead men that is listen these women had this huge concern. They had this huge question. They were moving forward anyway, but here's the amazing thing. God had already taken care of it. God had already gone before them. And so listen, that is true of these women, but it is also true of you. That is, God goes before you. He is the way maker. He is the stone remover. He is the obstacle overcomer. Listen, nothing is impossible with God. And so listen, in that concern, in that worry that you have, you know, I I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how we're going to face this situation. Listen, I want you to know, God wants you to know that he is going before you. He is with you, he is for you. In fact, Deuteronomy 31.8 says, it is the Lord who goes before you. He is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not fear, do not be dismayed. And so listen, that's the second key for victory over darkness. We need to know that God goes before us. We need to know that God goes before us. Now listen, I just want to add one other thing as we're thinking about this stone being removed. And that is, that stone was not removed in order to let Jesus out. In fact, the Gospel of John in his account in chapter 20 lets us know that Jesus' resurrected body could pass through material barriers. That is, Jesus literally walked through walls. And so listen, that stone was not removed to let Jesus out. The stone was removed so that the world could look in and see that the grave was empty. We'll turn back to Luke chapter 24 as we continue in our Text and Luke's account, take a look with me at verse two as we continue. it says, and they that is the group of women found the stone had been rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. That is, here the women come to pay the respects to prepare jesus body for burial and they come and and the tombs open and and the body's gone now let me kind of help us to maybe get in the shoes of those women a little bit that is you know imagine that you have just buried someone that you love and you know perhaps that's not too hard for you to imagine because it's happened fairly recently but imagine you've been to a funeral of someone that you love, someone that you care about, someone that has been the world to you. And you go to the graveside and and you put them in the ground and they fill it in with dirt and the tombstone is in place and and then listen, you want to go back the next day and and just kind of pay your respects again, maybe bring some flowers, maybe maybe cry some more, maybe pray some more. But when you return, what you find is that the grave has been dug up, there's dirt everywhere, the, the casket is flown, or flung open, and, and the body is gone. And you're thinking, what happened? <laughs> where's my loved one? Where, where's the body? Well, that is exactly what these women were feeling in this moment. Where's Jesus? Where's his body? What, what happened? Well, again, in this moment, Jesus or God went before them. That is, in this moment, God sent two angels to minister to them. The amazing thing about that is is the book of Hebrews tells us that God sends his angels to minister to us as well. And listen, God has sent his angels to minister to me many times. I wouldn't be here if it were not so. That is, once again, we need to know that it is God who goes before us. He is with us. He is in us. And listen, he will even send his angels to help us. We'll take a look at verse 4. It continues. While they were perplexed, that is the women, about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? Verse 6, he is not here, but has risen. That is, listen, there is no grave that can hold Jesus down. And therefore, listen, in Christ, there is no grave that can hold you either. That is, listen, when we die, when our body dies, our spirit immediately goes to heaven to be with our Lord. But then in the near near future, when Jesus comes back, when Jesus returns, listen, our bodies will be resurrected. Our physical bodies will burst forth from the grave, glorified bodies, new bodies that will live forever. Verse 6 continues, remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise well the angels are asking listen ladies don't you remember don't you remember what Jesus told you i mean don't you remember what Jesus told you over and over again that this was going to happen that this is the way it had to be well well listen they didn't remember and because they didn't remember they were overwhelmed with grief and they were overwhelmed with hopelessness and despair and and so listen that happens to us as well when we forget God's word, we become full of fear. We become full of despair. We become full of hopelessness and shame and guilt and all those things that our enemy likes to worship or whisper to us. Well, ultimately what is the antidote to that? We'll take a look at verse 8. It tells us, "And they, that is those women, remembered his Words. That is, we need to keep God's word at the forefront of our thinking. That's the third key to victory over darkness. We need to keep the word of God at the forefront of our thinking. God's thoughts need to be our thoughts. That is, God's thoughts, God's word, needs to inform my feelings. It needs to inform my thinking, and it needs to guide my behavior because, listen, that's power. That's victory. That's light in the darkness. That is God's word is living and active. It is literally the breath of God, it is the power of God. So listen the word of God plus the spirit of God means no weapon formed against you will succeed. 2 Timothy 1:7 declares triumphantly for God has not given us a spirit of fear there's a lot of that right now but one of power and love and a sound mind Ephesians 1:19 says that we have the same power within us that raised Jesus Christ from the dead that is you have resurrection power to live this life. You have the power that raised Jesus to face any situation that you will face on this earth. That's the third key. Listen, we need to keep God's word at the forefront of our thinking. Now, these women, after they saw that the tomb was empty and after they heard from these angels, they ran. They they ran to the apostles, and they said, listen, Jesus is not there. He's risen. He's alive. That is, they believed. They believed in Jesus. Listen, that is the message of Easter. The message of Easter is we need to believe in Jesus' work on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. And so listen, that's the fourth key to victory over darkness. We need to believe in Jesus. We need to believe in Jesus. That is, listen, if you want to have the confidence that your sins can be forgiven, that you can have a clear conscience today, listen, all your mistakes, all your failures, White the way, clean slate, not held against you ever, then you need to put your faith in Jesus. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is, we just to admit we are a sinner, we put our faith in Jesus, And he forgives us because, listen, Jesus nailed your sins to the cross. He died so that you don't have to. He died, he took the judgment of your sin so that you will not be judged for that sin. Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation, no judgment for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you want the confidence that your sin is forgiven, second, if you want to be a new person, you want to have a new life, then put your faith in Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that we are new creations in Jesus Christ. That is, we get a fresh start we get a brand new life. When we put our faith in Jesus, He not only forgives our sin, listen, He causes us to be reborn into a brand new life. We're given a new spirit. We're given a new mind. We're given a new power to live this life, to help us to live differently than we did before. Well, third, listen, if you want your sins forgiven, you want a new life and listen you want the hope of heaven you want to know that when you die that you get to go to heaven and live forever then put your faith in Jesus Christ John 3:16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever that is whoever anybody you that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That is, listen, if you want life and power today, you want your sins forgiven, you want a clear conscience, listen, you want power over all those habitual sins that hold you down, you want hope for today and hope for tomorrow that you get to live forever in heaven, then put your faith in Jesus That is what Easter is all about, a God who loves you and a God who came to give you life and life abundantly. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more sermons like this, visit us online at gracechapel.cc.